Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello and welcome to the Tracy Sandler Show brought to you by FIVO. It is Super Bowl week and we are coming to you from Radio Row in Las Vegas, Nevada. I am joined by not one, but two incredibly special guests, one of whom is Cam Inman of the Mercury News and one of whom is Guy Haberman, who does some of the most incredible 49ers content you will see on YouTube. He has one hell of a podcast. And also, he's just really funny and fun to be around. So there's that. You oh, guys, I did see you last night. You did, yes. <laughs> and he saw me last night, as you just remembered. So I told you, he's really fun to be around. Wow. <laughs> a little delayed reaction. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Welcome to Vegas Super Bowl week, you guys. All right, gentlemen, 49ers, they have a game on Sunday. Kind of a biggie. Their final game. Their final game, one way or another. Yeah. This is it for the season. Yeah. Guy, I will actually start with you. High level, before we dig deep, yeah. what are you thinking you're going to see on Sunday? Uh, every day that passes, <laughs> and I'm not sure if it's been two days or seven days here in Vegas. Could have been 12. I've become more convinced the Niners are going to win. Wow. Did okay. you say win or lose? Win. Win. Yeah. Interesting. Win. Okay. Very subdued. They're going to win. win. <laughs> I, I mean, that it's, it's like, crazy. It, it does feel like there is so much... Um, not that, like, what people say here has any effect on what's about to happen in the universe. Right. But there's a little of that. Like, <laughs> uh, everyone's picking Kansas City. Not everyone, everyone, but most of the people, right? Mm -hmm. The Niners are favored by the sports books, and 70-plus percent of people still are betting on Kansas City, or maybe in part of that because of that are betting on Kansas City. Um, but I, I think the extra week after mm -hmm. the NFC Championship game has helped me forget the two weeks that preceded it mm, and remember bias. more how good they were during the regular season. Now, there's plenty of issues we could talk about, but that's where I'm at. That's my, that's my Thursday vibe check on this game. Okay. Cameron, I'd love to hear your thoughts. Okay. I think, I think it's really easy for everybody to pick the Chiefs because they're the reigning champions mm -hmm. and they have the best quarterback in the NFL. Mm -hmm. Whether he plays the best on Sunday, that's going to determine the game. I think that's why everybody says, well, they have Mahomes. Mm -hmm. Okay? And the Niner defense hasn't looked great. But for the first time in forever, the 49ers have an offense that can keep up with anybody. Yes. So if they get into a shootout, I think the Niners are more qualified to compete in that than they ever have. Um, so I think they'll be able to put up the points. Um, but I think the fact that, like Guy said, like the last couple games where their defense not so good, I think that actually helps them kind of like kind of makes them realize, oh, that we got here. Now it's our turn to pick it up. Mm -hmm. And it's not like they got a bunch of slouches that are injured on that side of the ball. Right. So I think I, I think the Niners are gonna win too. Okay. And I don't think I've picked against the 49ers since 2022. Wow. So um, I, I'm not a homer though. I'm just a, an official sports book person apparently because they've been favored in every single game this year as well. So they listen to Cam. <laughs> they listen to Cam. It's playoff time and Bet Online is your number one source for playoff football odds, stats, trends, and lines. With everything from point spreads to hundreds of player performance props. Head to Bet Online today to stay updated on all the action. Bet Online, the game starts here. So here's my concern, and it it's not Mahomes, actually. I mean, yes, Mahomes is Mahomes and all of the Mahomes things. It's the Chiefs defense that has been playing lights out. Mm. And in my opinion, is more of the reason the Chiefs are here than Mahomes. And mm. so that to me adds a little bit of an extra wrinkle. 
Then you have this 40, the 49ers defense, which has struggled a little bit. And I agree with you. I think the struggles help them. Mm-hmm. But they got to stop Pacheco, and stopping the run's been an issue. But they also got to stop Mahomes. It's those three things that give me pause. So, discuss. <laughs> well, if they blitz and put their corners in man coverage against the Niners, I think the Niners would be okay with that. The one yep. thing that... Uh, but they won't only do that, right? right. He's going right. to throw some zones at him. I think they're going to try and confuse him. Brock's numbers against the elite defenses are much, I mean, they've been much worse than mm-hmm. his general numbers this year. Um, and the one thing talking to some of the Niners yesterday, like the offensive guys, and asking them, like, what stands out about Kansas City, they all say, like, they don't make mistakes. They all mm-hmm. really know what they're doing. But, you know, a Niners offense that's built on doing what you're supposed to do and then mm-hmm. occasionally Brock making a little extra, I I'm not overly concerned about, I mean, the Chris Jones stuff is real. I'm not overly concerned about Kansas City's defense against this Niner group. And I'm not overly concerned about the Niners secondary against Kansas City's weapons. To me, they don't have a group that is like what you're used to seeing, the the type that gives the Niners problems, or like two or three blue chip, explosive. Mm -hmm. Now, Rashi Rice can run with the ball. But this group is not that type of group. Now, Mahomes could just get you. But I think the Niners match up well. I mean, as they long do. as they triple cover Travis Kelsey, I think you're good uh, from that point of view. Now, from or Brock, just tackle him after he ca- ca- tackle him after he makes that's, And that's probably what they do. Yeah, right? I think that's what they're going to have to do. Um, I, I think if they if they blitz Purdy, that's fine. Remember, he got into the NFL because he could handle the blitz so well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't think he's unfazed by it. Like he's smart and knows where the open guy will be. So it's almost inviting. So that's that does. But the Chris Jones factor. Okay, that's what ruined the Niners four years ago in the Super Bowl because yeah. he right. he's got his mitts on a couple passes, right? Knocked mm-hmm. him down. I just, I mean, I think they know how to play this. Like, I don't think he is a, a full 100% effort guy. I think he kind of hangs out at the, at the line of scrimmage, and it's like, okay, if you're not going to rush and we know you're just going to stick your hand up, then we won't go that way. We'll th- like, we know what window is closed, so we will not go knock on that window. So mm-hmm. Cam is saying that the Chiefs, Sometimes defensive effort matches the Niners. Sometimes, Sometimes defensive, defensive effort. effort. The Chief Chief. Chief Chief. <laughs> the Chief Chief. Do you think they two have internally discussed it at the Chiefs? Uh, no, I, absolutely I not because they have rings on. Have ever heard of a team going to the Super Bowl talking about defensive effort like the Niners have? No, and had, that it's been internally. And it was the way John Lynch said it last week. It has been discussed internally. Yeah, will ridiculous. not be an issue. I was like. They're on <laughs> double secret probation, but that's no we'll secret not. anymore. Yeah, <laughs> it's definitely, definitely no secret anymore. So let's talk a little bit about Brock Purdy because obviously we kind of have to do that. But what do you expect to see from him on Sunday? I actually expect Brock Purdy to come out fast and play extremely well. And I know there are people that disagree because struggled a little bit these first two games, but I actually think he's going to come out and be very Brocky. Oh, Brocky! You guys even have a new nickname. Very Brocky. Um, Brocky's the good version of Brock. Yeah, Brocky. There has got to be a Vegas kind of nickname for Brock Purdy. There's got to be. I What's Vegas Brocky. The Brock machine, like a slot machine. The Brock machine. Oh, that's good. I like yeah. the Brock you machine. Like Brock bed machine? check Brock. I, bed check Brock. No, that's not. Nobody does bed checks in Vegas, pal. That's <laughs> not as. That's not, what I'm saying. He's in bed. Oh. Like, that's the thing about Brock. Yeah. That's true. I think, uh, well, it's not going to be raining, so that works that in his favor. Helps a lot. Right? Um, and he's got everybody healthy all around him, and he's smart. I think he's, uh, okay, so he's like, he could be the second youngest quarterback to win a Super Bowl mm-hmm. behind Ben Roethlisberger. That was the worst Super Bowl I've ever seen a quarterback have and win, mm-hmm. by the way. Uh, beat the Seahawks. Um, but that, So Brock's 24. Mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes is 24 when he won his first. Mm-hmm. A guy out of Michigan 
Some guy named Tom Brady. Go Blue. Was 24 when he won his first at the New Orleans Superdome. Mm -hmm. I was in the end zone watching Adam Vinatieri mm -hmm. kick that, make Tom Brady a winner. So that was, uh, so Brock can win it, age 24. There you go. I like, actually, I had a conversation with Diamond Lenore yesterday at Availability, and he said he grew up watching Tom Brady in Super Bowls and always wanted to beat Tom Brady in his Super Bowl, but now they got the new Tom Brady, and he wants to beat him. I kind of liked that. Yeah, so there's a little fun fact anecdote for you all. Guy, what do you expect to see out of Brock? You know, uh, I do think he's going to play well. I think he's handled this week. I don't like to give out gold medals for pre good press conferences. <laughs> Games are won and lost in press conferences. Yeah, I've only, I always say I've only seen two press conferences lost in the NFL. <laughs> what, do you want did, to guess did, which two they were? But did Shanahan get make the platform Monday night? Uh, well, you saying, did, was that a loss? Is that what you're saying? I'm asking you, was it a win or a loss for Shanahan? Oh, it was a win. <laughs> I thought, it was a, I thought it was a gold medal win. It was a gold medal win. Absolutely. Nobody's ever going to remember that. Yeah. Just like, I, our I coach was having a good time. When Shanahan went through his thing, he's like, all right, three things. I'm like, oh, my God, is he going to get? And then he nailed all, he's like, and that's the three things. I'm like, oh, okay, he said all three things. Like, I wasn't sure if he was going to get. You know, sometimes you say three things, you get to two, and you forget there was a third. Yeah. Right. Um, I, think Brock's been, I, I think Brock's been really impressive this week, whatever that's worth. But I think what's better about Brock than, like, will he start the game fast is that he has played poorly in both playoff games at times and then played well at yes. the end. He played so well at the end of the second half of the Lions game. Really outplayed golf in the second half. Was better than Love in the second half of the Packer game. Is he going to need to be better than, than Mahomes in the second half of the Super Bowl? You'd like to say, well, I don't know. Not necessarily. It's like, yeah, they're the quarterbacks. He might have yeah. to be better than Mahomes in the second half he of might. the Super Bowl. Um, but and I, I think, think the, he has it in him. The, the best thing, I think the best thing you say about him is the analogy of like you're trying to reach a mountaintop. If, if the mountain is Mount Everest, like nobody just goes smooth up, smooth down. And Brock has shown that, you know, he can lose a pinky to frostbite and still climb the mountain. So he is. Um, what an analogy. Yeah, that's kind of gross. Um, I'll say this. Right. I say happened. Frostbite. Yeah, right. That was, that's that. what I heard. Yeah. Uh, Brock is, I think the best thing he's got going for him, he's very self-aware. Yes, he so, is. So um, whether that's um, in terms of knowing his role on the team or, or his role in the offense, but also just kind of knowing okay, I've, I haven't been great on big stages in the past this year, like against Baltimore or whatever, um, but he also knows he can rise to the occasion like he did in big games in Philly or in Seattle. Um, and he, he's healthy. I mean, he's, he's got Christian McCaffrey. I mean, it's this could be a Christian McCaffrey game. I mean, McCaffrey could be your MVP. Well, I think this is... It, it if they win, I think this is a Christian McCaffrey game. Christian McCaffrey is the 49ers' Patrick Mahomes. He's he's their guy that can change it all and put the game on his back and win it for them. And if Christian McCaffrey has that type of game, then I don't know that the 49ers could possibly lose it. And Debo can do it, too. Yes, Debo can do it as well. Debo wants to do it. Debo wants to do it. <laughs> yes, he does. Yes, he does. And you put them together and Give they the both do ball, it. Kyle. You know what's weird? So, like, I ran the Vegas Strip this morning. Not uh -huh. like to tell, pat myself on the back. But I'm looking to see like what Niners they have on the billboards on the Vegas Strip, and it was uh, George Kittle uh, with Kelsey at Caesars, right? I'm like, okay, that's fair. And then Debo was like on a Verizon kind of thing, or I'm like, good for Debo. Um, didn't see Purdy anywhere. Um, I think I saw Charvarius Ward maybe somewhere. Charvarius Ward was like the headliner at opening night along yes, with Purdy, and I'm like, that's amazing to me. I'm like, first of all, love the guy, really yeah. great talker, good, really good player, breakout year former chief, but I'm like, he got bigger billing. Like, there's no ben Christian, Debo. but there's no Christian McCaffrey or Trent Williams sightings. And people talk about they're the best players in the NFL. And they're not on there. That is kind of 
kind does of. Does the left tackle ever get like top billing? You go talk to Trent Williams and ask him if he deserves top billing. I, I didn't McCaffrey say that. He's got the private jet. He doesn't need any more billing than that. I, <laughs> McCaffrey surprises me more than Trent Williams because I can see people yeah, yeah. coming to Vegas for the Super Bowl who are like a more casual fans may not know who Trent Williams is, but everybody knows who well, Christian McCaffrey is. Christian's gotten in a lot more commercials this year than he ever has. So that's good on his part. He's earned it. I mean, he's the NFL rushing champion. I mean, that's. I don't think that should be dismissed, especially yeah. going into a Super Bowl where you go, how do we keep the ball out of Mahomes' hand? Hand it off to Christian McCaffrey so he can run and take time off the clock. Yep, it's 100% true. All right, well, not to put you guys on the spot, but I will also say I had a different prediction yesterday, and you guys have <laughs> kind of changed my mind, but let's do predictions. Guy? 31-21. San Francisco. Excuse me, 31-21. Oh. Uh, I'm going 29. I have not done a prediction yet, so this is an Ooh, exclusive. This is exciting. 24, 24, 24. Oh. 31, 24. Okay, it's fine. I'll give you that. Final bets. <laughs> uh, 30. Oh no, 29, 26. Niners. Yeah, Niners. Moody. Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, maybe my a safety ang- or a miss. No, Moody. Moody no, no, Moody. I, I think maybe as long as we brought this up, my anxiety level. I, you know I believe fully in Jake Moody, 100% behind him, 1,000%. If he is kicking the game-winning field goal, my I am not a Fort Niners fan anymore, but you my anxiety level, I might throw up on what I hope. If you are sitting next to me in the press box, you might want to move over because I might vomit on you. So that would be fun, but not really. I won't do that. Okay. Hopefully. Okay. Fingers crossed. Uh, so I had been yesterday, my first gut was to pick the Chiefs. Then I also gave a score for if the Niners run, won. But now that we've talked this out, I, I'm going to pick the Niners, and I am picking the Niners to you win. Break your own tie. I'm going to break my own tie, and I'm doing a whole new score too. You guys, I'm really just going rogue. 27-21, San Francisco. 27-21, San Francisco. So the big Chase Young game, you're saying? Big Chase Young. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Nick Bosa. Maybe Nick Bosa. I feel like that's better. I think I think, uh, I think Fred Warner is going to intercept a Mahomes pass to Travis Kelsey. Okay. Yeah. Do you have know. like a fun one? You know, you don't think Kelsey, he's covering him? Well, I don't know if Kelsey's going to be in the middle of the field at all. Well, they kept him away from the middle of the field against Baltimore against those linebackers, but it's hard. I mean, it's hard for Kelsey. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. When he's throwing back across the field oh, yeah. to the middle of the field where he should not be throwing, there comes Fred Warner. Well, that, the game could come down to who's which quarterback makes a crazy throw over the middle of the field and completes it instead of picks it off, right? Because they both go. do it. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. true. They yeah. both play like Mahomes sometimes. Can I throw out a, a cr- one of them? Th- that you, is the craziest part of this whole Do you think Andy Reid opens with two, three uh, jet chip wasp or whatever it was and just like <laughs> immediately kind of just. I don't, I don't think he does. No. <laughs> I don't These think are all does. fun predictions. I, I think like he killed him with the jet sweeps. Yeah. 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 I'm going to predict um, this one's totally random. Diamondor Lenore interception to seal the game for San Francisco. He's got Ooh. that dog in him. He's got like that. It's 27-21. Chiefs are driving. You're feeling like it's Mahomes. This is over. And then in comes the hyena. He intercepts that ball. And then he puts it in the air and says, I beat our Tom Brady. Maybe that part doesn't happen, but it might. Like, it, honestly, I think we all yeah. know it's a possibility. Possible. <laughs> it's definitely a possibility. Gentlemen, no, no kickoff returns for the Chiefs. That's my prediction. That's okay. a big X factor. And that's one of my intangibles. You got to watch out for that. Yeah. Officiating yeah. and something else. And penalties. You got to watch out for penalties. the officiating. And penalties. No DPIs. Oh, yeah. Big key to the game officiating. Always. Every, that's what people are here Lame. for in Vegas. <laughs> the officiating. <laughs> the pit boss. They, they've overruled. No DPIs on third and 15 that then put the Chiefs right in the end zone. Yeah. All right, gentlemen, tell everybody where they can find you because we have a second, well, third oh. guest coming on here shortly. Oh, oh okay. Omar well, Park's car? Yep, he did. Omar Park's car. <laughs> 
Yeah. He's a good guy. <laughs> He's All right. Uh, I am Cam Inman. You can read me at mercurynews.com. I'm on Instagram at 49ers.cam. Uh, I hate to promote my Instagram next to Cam's Instagram, which is oh. massive, but. You, you can promote <laughs> your YouTube channel. Though. Yeah, Guy Haberman uh, on, on IG. The reels are popping off right now. Go to the uh, YouTube channel as well. So Awesome. Thank you, Thanks gentlemen. You, this was Thanks, fun. Grace. Good to see you too. Thank you. All right, guys, my next guest is Omar Ruiz from the NFL Network, and he has been hanging out around the 49ers for the last several weeks now, so you've gotten to know the team even better than you did before. I just had Cam Inman and Guy Haberman on here. We all end up picking the 49ers to win, which was a bit of a change for me from yesterday. By the time we were done, picked them to win, but what have you seen from this team the last couple weeks, and, and how do you see things going on Sunday? Well, my gut tells me that we're going to see the best version of the 49ers mm -hmm. that we've been accustomed to seeing throughout most of the regular season, especially when they play high-level competition, a la when they smoked the Cowboys, when they mm -hmm. smoked the Eagles, and all the times that they were pitted against another talented team, it brings out the best in them. Obviously, the past couple weeks, the slow starts against the Packers mm -hmm. and the Lions wasn't necessarily reflective of that, but I think we won't see that three weeks in a row. Yeah. And so... Obviously, the Chiefs with Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Andy Reid, they can match that. Mm -hmm. So I'm not sure if the 49ers at their best will be good enough to be Patrick Mahomes at his best. But I don't think we'll see anything less than what we've expected to see from the 49ers, which either makes for a blowout San Francisco win or an incredible game. And I think it'll be more of an incredible game is kind of my sense, but we will see. And I think the last couple of days, the reason I'd started by picking the Chiefs was exactly what you just said. Can the 49ers at their best beat Patrick Mahomes at his best? And obviously this is why they play the game and we see if he will be at his best. They also have to beat Isaiah Pacheco. I think you have to either stop Pacheco or you got to stop Mahomes. It's not easy to do both and the Niners have truly struggled in defending the run. These are the things that are, of, I would think are of concern. I also think this Chiefs defense is very much the reason they're here. 49ers have more talent on their offense than the Chiefs have on their defense. That being said, that defense has been playing an incredibly high level. They still have Chris Jones. This is why I've been a little back and forth on it. And, <laughs> and ultimately, in a close game, even though in the previous segment we were doing like little fun predictions and I was like, Diamond or Lenore, interception to seal the game. The Chiefs are driving. It's 27-21, and you're like, it's over. Mahomes is going to get him, and Diamond or Lenore interception. That would, I mean, that would be a, a fun twist, but I also think with two minutes left, the Chiefs are down 27-21, and they're driving. They're winning the football game, and I keep going back and forth on this. <laughs> well, I don't blame you, but I love that Diamond or Lenore X factor there at the end of the game. Um, he, he's been such a joy to talk to and get mm -hmm. to know here this last few weeks. As you mentioned, the physicality that he brings, the pride that he takes in that. And you talk about a secondary that's not intimidated by Patrick Mahomes. Obviously, they respect him. Right. But as Lenore told me the other day, he puts on his pads, Patrick Mahomes does, just uh -huh. like everybody else does. Mm -hmm. And obviously, Traverius Ward was a teammate of Patrick mm -hmm. Mahomes for several years, went against him in practice. So I don't think they have that awe factor right. that many other young secondaries might mm -hmm. and, and whatever effect that might have on the game. I don't think that'll be a, a situation for the 49ers. You mentioned Chris, Chris Jones. I think for the 49ers offense, that will be the key right? because Chris Jones is one of those few disruptors. And I, I would say probably only Aaron Donald is at mm -hmm. Chris Jones level for an interior defensive lineman to single-handedly disrupt what an offense wants to do. Because I think you're right. I don't think the 49ers, I think the 49ers have too much 
firepower for that Chiefs yes. defense. But if you have a difference maker like Chris Jones, that disrupts everything, and now Brock doesn't have time to get it to all that talent that overmatches the rest of the Chiefs uh -huh. defense, then that's an issue. So I think that's gonna be a key, you know, someone like Lenore for the 49ers defense, someone like Chris Jones for the Chiefs defense. I think, and in its most simplistic terms, I think this game is, for both sides, defending the run, establishing the run, and not turning the ball over. And it's it's as simple as, it's very simplistic, yeah. but I think when you have two teams like this, one with so much firepower, and one with maybe less, but still those key components, especially the quarterback, perhaps one of the greatest. Lenore, I said this in the earlier segment, Lenore said to me he grew up watching Tom Brady win Super Bowls. He wanted to beat him in a Super Bowl but now they have the new Tom Brady. Yeah. And I think that is that is what they're dealing with, and that is such a game changer. He is that kind of player that I think those three things, and it's there's the most simplistic terms, that's what it's going to come down to. It's interesting you say that because one of my reports earlier this week was, okay, how do the 49ers slow down Patrick Mahomes? And, and the keys were effort, physicality, uh, relentlessness, and it's like, it's kind of oh-duh sort of things. Mm -hmm. But because Patrick Mahomes is so good, his experience and knowledge level to this point, you're not gonna fool him. Right. You're gonna have to beat them with that physical football, with just old school, like you mentioned, the mm -hmm. simplistic mm -hmm. fundamental forms of football. Mm -hmm. Who can be better at that on Sunday? And and that's the key, you know, and I think you said it best, as simple as that sounds, in a game like this, where there is so much talent, there is so much experience, there is so much knowledge, Football IQ, everything like that is at the highest form. Mm -hmm. The two best play callers in oh, the yeah, NFL. Absolutely. All of that. Uh, it'll come down to just kind of who executes. Who who's executes. More physical. 100%. Who, you know, all of that stuff. And, it, and, and that's going to be fun for us as an audience to view that style of football. Um, there, there will it'll be no flukiness. Right. It'll be, you know, who plays best on Sunday. 100%. And even like the little things, the 49ers, third and 15, not having a defensive pass interference that puts them right in the end zone because in my opinion in this kind of game that's the same as a turnover yeah might as well have just mm -hmm. you know thrown a pick yeah so i think these are the things these little things that they've struggled with you know it, i guess my concern with the 49ers too and their defense is a lot of the issues we've seen the last couple weeks are really issues that have been there the entire year they've just been masked by key turnovers and really elite offensive play so that, to me, will be just interesting to watch because all of the things we saw the last two games and things that we saw kind of late in the season, obviously they dominate against Philadelphia, but they struggled against the Commanders. They ultimately win, but they do struggle a little. But they lose to the Rams in that game that doesn't matter, and most, most of their starters weren't playing and all of that. But there's just things if you go back, and even when you look yeah. at the first five games before the three-game losing streak, the issues in the three-game losing streak were there in the first five games. They were just masked. Can they do that on Sunday? That's that's a big question. Yeah, well, you, you mentioned uh, later uh, part of the year, the Cardinals gashed them yes. on the ground. And, and obviously the 49ers won that game pretty convincingly, clinched the NFC West that week. But to your point, issues that were there. And you, it was easy to say that Eric Armstead wasn't there, yep. Javon Hargrave wasn't in that game. Um, and obviously Eric Armstead's still dealing with those injuries, yes. was limited uh, in practice yesterday or on Wednesday. And, um, and so we'll see if mm -hmm. they can shore up and make those adjustments. Then, you know, we heard Steve Wilkes, a former head coach who knows his words have weight, use words like unacceptable and embarrassing last week in that press conference. Mm -hmm. 
those words are not without meaning. No, they so are not. obviously sending a message to the team that it truly <laughs> was unacceptable. And, and from everybody we've talked to this week, the team has responded in the right way. Yeah. They've given the effort. They've, they've reestablished the habits and practice. You know, that'll help avoid those lapses. But we'll see. Because but like we'll you see. said, they were issues. They knew they were issues late in the year. And they still lapsed at times in the most important moments at yeah. times. Now, thankfully, they were able to correct it for their sake, but we'll see if they can do it again on Sunday for 60 minutes. For 60 minutes, and they can't get down 14-0 to Patrick Mahomes. That that doesn't go well no, for yeah, them. Yeah. Well, I made them give a prediction. I gave mine, which changed in the course of talking to Cam and Guy. I did 27-21 San Francisco. What is your prediction? Well, since I'm reporting on the game, I can't give a oh, prediction. Oh, you can't give one. Oh, lucky yeah. you. So, um, <laughs> so I'm off the hook here, Yes, Tracy. you are. I forgot. Um, but, um, but, but again, I, I expect it to be a close game, and I think both teams will be at their best. Um, being around the 49ers, n knowing their history, what their best is capable of, I feel like... Um, you know, I would lean that way, but I never pick against Mahomes. That's so, my thing, so, too. So I never, I never go against him. Um, even I was as sure in that Baltimore game that the Chiefs were winning as any game that they've played, even though wow. they were the underdogs. And, and same with the Buffalo game, playing on the road for the first time. They're winning that game. And so, um, yeah, so when you, you talk about, you know, a team that, you know, I, I know very well, and the Niners, all that talent, I think they're going to play at their best. And then a team that I never pick against because of Patrick Mahomes. God, what a game we're in for on I Sunday. think we are in for quite a game, and that was kind of my reasoning yesterday. You never pick against Patrick Mahomes. But that is why they play the game, and it is just a couple days away. Omar, please let everybody know where they can find you. Uh, well, we'll be uh, NFL game day morning, Sunday morning, NFL Network starting at 6 a.m. Bright and early. I'll be outside the 49er team hotel with the latest on their preparations for Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl 58, which will happen nine and a half hours after that. Yes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> By the time the game starts, you're going to be up forever. I'm getting up at six on Sunday, but I will not be at their, outside their hotel at six. Uh, you guys, you can find me on Instagram at Tracy Sandler, on Twitter X at TracyFGSN, FGSN.com. We are brought to you by Fivo. We are brought to you by Bet Online. Please leave us a five-star rating and a super positive review. And you guys, enjoy the game on Sunday. Super Bowl time is upon us. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.